What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your ABDL side so that you can enjoy it with your significant other. I'm your host, Lo, and thank you so much for listening. If you didn't already know, I've found someone who I really hit it off with, and I've been taking care of him for about a month now. So today I'm going to be answering some questions you guys sent me about our mommy-dom little boy relationship on my Instagram. By the way, if you're not already following me there, you definitely should. I'm always on there answering your questions pretty much every day, if not every single week. So give me a follow at Daddy I Want This. Right now, my little doesn't have a kink Instagram, but he is on Tumblr. So I'm going to link to his profile in the show notes of this episode, which you can find at thelittlelounge.com slash 133. So many of you guys have been reaching out to me asking if I could also be your mommy. And as much as I love playing the caregiver role, I really only have time for one or two littles, but I still really want you to be able to experience what it's like to have a really nice caregiver. And that's why I started creating genuine, realistic, and nurturing mommy roleplay audios on Patreon. I post a new episode every single week, and this week's episode is where I show your babysitter how to change you. So if you're into a nurturing mommy role play, you'll definitely love it. If you want to experience a taste of what it's like to be my little, head over to thelittlelounge.com slash 133, and on there you'll find a link to the free preview of the audio. Signing up is really easy. It's only $5, and you'll get access to all the role play audios plus any future episodes. So far, the feedback on these audios has been really, really good, and I think it's so amazing how many new people have signed up just this week. So before we start, I want to give a shout out to those new patrons. So big thank you to Alex, John, Sean, Sam, Jasmine, Joey, Jeff, Ty, Tanner, James, Steve, Jack, Patrick, Harley, Alex, Adam, Luna, Garrett, Evan, Neo, Nina, Kenan, Brad, Chad, Derek, Nanu, Kimberly, Chuck, Stakes, Roman, James, Matthew, Living Curious, and Ben. (laughs) Wow, that was a lot. Definitely a record, I think. So thank you guys so much again for joining. You're awesome. All right, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's dive into the first question about my mommy dom little boy dynamic. First up, you guys wanted to know how did we meet? Well, about a year ago, he messaged me from his vanilla Instagram account, and his Instagram is private, but I could still see his face, and to me, it made him feel more relatable compared to some other people who messaged me from their kink account. I just, for me personally, I like to see people as everyone else sees them before I get too far into the kink stuff. So I really like that about him. The second question you guys had was, what was his first message to you? His first message to me said, big fan of the podcast, keep up the great content. (laughs) And I thanked him. And then I asked if he had a favorite episode and the conversation just went on from there. But His first message stood out to me because he wasn't asking me for anything. He didn't ask me if I could be his mommy or ask me if I could help him with something. He just 
wanted to talk and the conversation always felt genuine. It never felt like it was forced. Over the past year, we got to know each other. We talked about life, relationships, our ABDL tendencies, struggles, personal stories. We were sending each other memes and stuff like that. Whenever I posted and asked me anything on my Instagram stories, he'd either submit a thought-provoking question like, One time he said, if you could choose your kink, would you still choose ABDL, which I thought was really cool. Or he'd send something totally unrelated to ABDL that just made me laugh, like, how many miles do you drive before you change your oil? (laughs) And as we got to know each other, I learned that we also had a lot in common. He's around my age. He's really into being outdoors, working out. And even though we live so far away, 2,600 miles, we had done the same hike that was really, really challenging, Angel's Landing. So yeah, I mean, he really stood out for those reasons as well. The third question that you guys had was, what's the cutest thing that he has done for you? And I gotta say, definitely sending me lots of pictures and videos of him in Little Space. I love seeing him wearing and playing with the things that I've sent to him because I've sent him different care packages and gifts. And it really melts my heart to see him in that stuff. And also he texts me good morning mommy every day and I just I just love waking up to those messages. The fourth thing that you guys wanted to know was what's your favorite way to tease him? I'll definitely send naughty pictures and videos or start texting him all the things I'd like to do to him when he's at work just because I know it gets him all excited and I also know he can't get a release so it's super fun for me. It's actually one of my favorite things. And we also have a fun game that we play over text message that I like to tease him with. When I send him a green heart, that means he can touch himself. A yellow heart means to slow down. And the red heart means he has to stop. And when he gets all frustrated, it's really, really adorable. So I love teasing him through that game too. The fifth thing that you guys wanted to know was how do you role play breastfeeding in a long distance relationship? And I think that's a totally fair question. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. Obviously, When you role play online, you're really limited by the distance and you can't do anything physically together, but you can be really descriptive through your text messaging and through talking. A lot of being in a long distance relationship, especially sexually, comes down to using your imagination. It's almost like when we're role playing, there's an interactive story going on between the two of us. And one thing that really helps is not only having a verbal conversation during your role play, but also including the nonverbal actions that you want your partner to imagine you doing. So we put those nonverbal actions into little asterisks and we describe, you know, like he'll tell me how hard he's sucking, where his little hands are. He'll describe the cute little noises he's making, what his facial expressions are, stuff like that. I mean, of course, it's not nearly going to be as fun as doing it in person, but when you're long distance, you got to work with what you got. The sixth thing that you guys wanted to know was what activities do you do with your little boy over text? Usually our role playing begins with either of us sharing some kind of fantasy or idea that we have in our minds. Like random things will inspire it. Just the other day I was shopping online for furniture and this little baby bouncer appeared in my suggestions tab. And it was so cute. I just took a screenshot 
and I sent it to my boy with a message that said something like, oh my God, I wish they had made these in your size. And then he'll message me back and say something like, oh, that's so cute. I can imagine me playing in it when you're doing mommy things around the house. And then we just kind of get deeper and deeper into the scene until it naturally just starts. So when it comes to like what kind of activities we do, I do, I feed him, like I'll spoon feed him, bottle feed him, breastfeed him, of course. One of my favorite things to do activities wise is to read him a book. That's really a great way to bond when you're long distance is like get a little kid's book and read it. And then also like as you're reading, ask different questions like, do you know what animal this is or what color is this? And have him answer. It's really, really cute. The seventh thing that you guys want to know is, is it sexual in any way? Absolutely. (laughs) Playing mommy is really, really erotic to me. In his day-to-day life, my boy is all man. He's super strong. He's smart and he's totally capable of doing things on his own. But I get to see him act in a really vulnerable and soft way. And that's really special to me. So the dichotomy of the two different personalities in him is a huge turn on to me. Okay, moving on to number eight. Does your little have a lot of rules? You know, I get asked this question all the time, (laughs) but since I like to care for like the littlest late littles or the babiest babies, I don't have a ton of rules for him, but there are a few. The first rule is to never fib to mommy. He's only broke this rule one time and he was spanked for it, but that's honestly the only time I've had to punish him ever. Usually he's really, really good for me. Number two, no touching without permission. Pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. And the third, he must always carry his passy around with him in his pocket, even when he's at work or in a public space. And this one was actually something that he started doing on his own. I just thought it was way too cute to not make it an official rule. So it's just so cute because he'll take it to work and then I'll ask him to show me it and he'll go into the bathroom and take a selfie with it in its mouth with it in his mouth and like it's just the cutest little thing i love it question number nine is do you pick out his clothes slash pajamas i buy him clothes and i definitely just bought him like really cute pair of jammies we mostly role play at night so sometimes i will pick out what he wears it just depends on how busy we are sometimes he'll get himself changed without me telling him to and it's really cute I really love to send him little baby clothes and things like that because seeing how happy it makes him and how cute he looks in them totally puts me into the mommy headspace. So far, I've sent him three onesies and a cute set of pajamas with these little goldfish on them. If you follow me on Instagram, you're probably going to see them soon. Question number 10. What do I need to do to find a caregiver? Honestly, I think that this is a, a hard question to answer. I think that if more people stopped looking for a caregiver and made it their goal to make genuine connections with people in the community and start as friends first, they'd have a much better time trying to find a caregiver. So my biggest piece of advice is to treat people in the community like people and not like potential mommies. Question number 11, how would you approach someone to ask them about being a caregiver? Honestly, I say just be patient and if possible, make it seem like it was their idea. <laughs> if someone asked me to be their mommy, especially early in the conversation, I just kind of see it as a red flag. Don't forget, you need to vet whether or not someone is going to be a good match for you too. So when you ask too early on, it makes it seem like 
you'll accept anyone. So before you even think about asking someone to be a caregiver for you, you got to feel them out, ask them questions about what they're like as a caregiver and what they're looking for in a little and see if it's a good fit. There are so many different types of mommies out there. There's mean ones and nice ones, ones who are super strict and have a bunch of rules and others who are really lenient. So you need to think about what kind you're looking for and figure out what kind of little they're looking for. Make sure you know all of that information before you even think about asking someone to be your caregiver. Question number 12, how to avoid caregivers who don't really want a serious relationship? Well, first of all, always ask if the person you're speaking with is in a relationship early on in the conversation. And then there's a delicate balance. You don't want to you don't want to start the conversation off and ask if they're looking for a serious relationship because you'll probably scare them. But at the same time, you don't want to wait to ask too long because then you'll waste time for both of you. So I think when the conversation is flowing well and you can picture yourself being compatible with this person, you feel like you know them, then I would ask if they're dating and if so, what their goal is through doing that. They'll probably be upfront with you about whether or not they're looking for anything serious. But by far, the best advice I can give you if you are looking for a caregiver right now is to really focus on yourself and take good care of yourself. You know, if there's anything you're not happy with, like maybe you don't feel that confident, like, you know, work on yourself, go to the gym, like get your finances ordered, take care of your mental health and like really focus on you so that when you find that person that you really connect with and you want to be your caregiver, like you're ready to be your best self and give that all to them. So that's my best advice for you guys when you're looking. Don't message people and just be like, hey, want to be my mommy? It doesn't really work like that. If you want to find someone who's a high quality caregiver, just be yourself and try to make friends. Like treat your interactions with people in the community with the same respect you would in person. I doubt you would go up to a person at a party and be like, want to be my mommy? (laughs) Like it just doesn't work like that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learning a little bit more about my dynamic with my little boy and hearing some of my tips and tricks for you guys. That's pretty much all I got to say. So I'll see you here next week. Take care.